Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. It's that official time. When we take this worldwide. So now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in your area like landscape Definitely bringing you the power slam and pancakes It's the mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really could have devoured him and from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change brain. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, You are now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam Show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Episode 292, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. As always, I am Chris Featherstone. Follow us at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. I am really, really excited to bring this wonderful, wonderful person on the show once again. And we're going to talk some wrestling uh, for tonight uh, on this October 31st. And uh, we're going to have some fun as we did before and as we do always on the show. Without further ado, one of the most prestigious, most notable wrestling trainers of all time, and a lot of people would attest to that, future Hall of Famers, uh, current Hall of Famers, they all could say that this person, aside of having a, a very awesome uh, WWE and pro wrestling career, former tag team champion himself, uh, I'm really, really happy to bring back on the doctor, Tom Pritchard. How are you tonight, sir? Chris, I'm doing great, man. It's a bittersweet night, but I'm doing great. Uh, indeed, indeed. Well, so first of all, let's start off with uh, I know that you always have dates going on from here to there and everywhere. 
let the listeners know what you got uh, coming up soon. Uh, the next one I have is Russell Cade. If you well, actually, uh, yeah, it is Russell Cade. I just thought about that. Where I was this Saturday, but uh, that'll be in Winston Salem at the end of November. Um, gosh, it's the, it's the Thanksgiving weekend, so it's the Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday after Thanksgiving in Winston Salem. We also have a uh, a special Saturday, pardon me, Sunday morning Q and A in. Uh, uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling Talk with Jim Cornette, myself, uh, Bobby Fulp, Dutch Mantell. There's going to be a plethora of Smoky Mountain veterans on Sunday morning in Winston-Salem. That's the weekend right after Thanksgiving. So uh, that's the one I have right now. I have to look at my book, and I don't have it near me this time to give you the rest. But you can always check out drtompritchard.com or me on Twitter at drtompritchard to find out where I'm going to be. Fantastic. So you were talking about uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling and a very, very interesting uh, few years of professional wrestling. Uh, the uh, uh, what Smoky Mountain was, Smoky Mountain was what, 93, 94, 95 area? 91, 90, more, more like 91, 92. Is, uh, yeah, it was kind of like the first the early 90s. We went to WWE in 93, so that's okay. easily mistaken in starting them. But no, it started about 90, 91. That's right. That's right. So it was mostly what Tennessee, Kentucky area. Um, right, well, Kentucky, uh, West Virginia, all the states surrounding Tennessee. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cornette pretty much uh, uh, had the area and the territory staked out, and uh, unfortunately for us, it was uh, the timing of the business going the way it's gone. And I, I, I think. Uh, while it was while it was happening, it was a lot of fun. We didn't make a lot of money, but it gave guys uh, a place to work and guys coming and young guys, up and coming guys, a chance to own the craft. Yeah, and I and I did mention ninety four, ninety five, and that's that's interesting because you ninety five, yeah. So so it was ninety ninety one at a time um, because around ninety five was the the body donors was what ninety five. Uh, you know, I've tried to block that time frame out of my mind, my, my, so we'll, we'll go with whatever you want to say. Well, I started training guys in 96, but uh, yeah, it had been 94, 95. Yeah. The, body, the, the heavenly bodies kind of, uh, we, we, we stayed there as long as we could, and then we, <laughs> then I moved on to uh, uh, some pretty pretty rough patches. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, I think it was about that time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, very interesting. I don't know if you ever told this story before, but uh, you might have on my previous show. I don't recall. But uh, why did you cut your hair? What was the point of uh, cutting your hair and and, and getting that type of look? Was it to feel the Bayadonna skip and zip look, or just was it uh, one of those things that you just wanted to try out? I know uh, we probably had conversation off air of just that wasn't, your preferred look, uh, but just uh, let the listeners know just uh, how that came about. Well, it, it was the fact that the heavenly bodies were no longer needed, and they said, hey, how would you like to cut your hair and be a partner with uh, Skip? And I said, absolutely not. So they said, okay, thanks, and hung up on me. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. I need a job. I'm, I want the gig. Yeah. So uh, I didn't really want to, but I had to. Yeah. Yeah. If I wanted to keep the job, if I wanted to keep the, the gig at WWE. Right, 
Right. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, you uh, you're you're really instrumental in, in, in training the rock. Um, and so you know, there's there's some there's usually talks every year of when the rock's going to go to the Hall of Fame, and uh, you know, I, I think it usually boils down to is there one more match in him and if there is there's usually okay we'll just wait to the next year what are your thoughts on just the rock and just uh some 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 rumblings of him running for president in 2020 him being the highest gross uh you know actor of uh of this year i think it was or 2016 in the past year uh and just uh you know his future with the WWE your thoughts on that uh, look, anything The Rock does is going to be successful. He's proved that time and time again. He was uh, uh, very determined when he first got there. He's, he's determined now. And I think when the time is right, he's going to go in the Hall of Fame. And I think it's a matter of you don't just want to act flippantly with it. You want to make sure that everything is right, whether it's one more match or whether it's just the fact that you need a headline name or a huge name like The Rock. Um, you don't. You want to make it right, and uh, whether he wants to run for president or he wants a, a career in politics, um, it's one of those things. I think be careful what you wish for because you might just get it. I think we're finding everybody's finding out now that uh, uh, it's not as easy as it looks. I wouldn't want to run for any kind of office because it's really not. Once you're in office, man, there's you have no friends. They're gonna. Uh, they're going to take pot shots at you anyway. You can be the most popular guy in the world, but you're not going to please everybody. That's so uh, as far as The Rock goes, I, I think his work ethic, I think uh, his body of work, not only in wrestling but uh, in in Hollywood and as far as just being a human being, being that type of person who does make a wish and who does uh, – a lot of charity that people never hear about. Um, it speaks for itself. He's a he's a quality guy, he's a quality person, and uh, so whenever it's time, it's going to be time. And and one thing WWE is very very good at doing is uh, timing things like that. So yeah, yeah. he'll get there eventually. And he'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. So my last question to you for tonight. I'm sure we'll we'll meet again down the road. Uh, but as far as just tonight, uh, another name uh, that, that you're instrumental in training, that's Kurt Angle. Of course, we saw him uh, come back uh, with uh, – it was unplanned. Uh, you know, there are talks of him potentially coming back next year for WrestleMania, but Roman Reigns, uh, you know, had uh, an infection, and um, a viral infection, viral meningitis, uh, reportedly. And so that uh, caused Kurt Angle to put the boots on and and, and go. Um, what are, what are your overall thoughts on just Angle, you know, in the ring at uh, 48 years old and uh, his Hall of Fame? Uh, so I'm sure he'll he'll make. I mean, he's a shoe in Hall of Famer, but uh, um, you he know, just, definitely he just went in this year. Actually, he just went in this this, this past WrestleMania Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, I was there. I was I was there, front row seat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so just as far as just his his Hall of Fame induction, um, and just uh, him going back into the ring. Well, once again, you're talking about the only gold medalist ever enter the WWE is especially a gold medal in wrestling and to be the performer he is 
uh, again, actions speak louder than words. I think Kurt's a, he's an exceptional, he, he, he's not your average bear. He's, he's exceptional. He's that, uh, that athlete of that caliber you don't come across. I'll, I'll go, let me go out and say that Kurt is the one once in a lifetime athlete because uh, I've seen him train, I've trained with him. I've actually, I actually, for all those who said uh, they had their first match with him, I had his actual real first match in a uh, uh, spot show up in, I think, it was Massachusetts for one of the shows with the uh, dojo mm-hmm. out of the, the Stanford Studios back then. So, uh, Kurt putting on the boots again doesn't surprise me. Um, as well as he did, just doesn't surprise me a bit. Uh, I'm happy that he still has a passion and desire to get in the ring and do it because I can tell you uh, it hurts as you get older and it, it you feel every bump, you feel everything you do. Uh, so I'm happy for him. I was so happy that he got uh, this Hall of Fame induction and if anybody deserves it, he does because he worked hard, not just at, uh, uh, he's worked hard at everything he did, but not just at, at you know, winning the Olympics, getting getting as high as he could in the uh, amateur ranks, but he did everything and then some to get as high as he could uh, in WWE, and he's going to continue to do that because that's that's all he knows how to do. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, it was it was a pleasure um, just being there um, on the floor in Orlando at the Hall of Fame when he was uh, the headliner, and just how uh, he was just talking about how. You know, just going into the WWE, you know, Vince McMahon just really taught him how to really have a, a sense of personality. Uh, and, you know, him being just a kind of a straight-laced, uh, you know, uh, Olympic, you know, star, uh, kind of the, the challenge was to, to get that type of personality. And uh, it worked well, and he did the the uh, sexy Kurt song and just the uh, the milk shower. It was it was a very very funny um, uh, Hall of Fame induction. Is uh, the experience of a live was uh, amazing as well. My last question to you, Tom, is uh, as far as eight, 2018, you know, kind of going th- down this line of Hall of Fame induction. So if there's one person that you think should headline the 2018 Hall of Fame, who should that person be? Oh, man. Uh, if you're going to put anybody in the Hall of Fame, it's got to be Brock Lesnar. I don't know if the time is right for him yet or not, but, I mean, uh, uh, Jim Cornette, I don't know if he's going to head, headline in the Hall of Fame, but I think you should definitely put Cornette in the Midnight Express in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year he did rock and roll last year. Put the, put the Midnights and Jim Cornette in there this year, by all means. As far as a headliner, I don't know, man. I, I really would have to give this thought and uh, see the guys out there. One guy who probably, thinking about it, coming to my mind, uh, I don't know I don't know if this is just subliminal or just because I read something on him a couple of weeks ago, but Sid Vicious, man, is a guy who probably, or, or Lex Luger, you know, even though they screwed things up and, and done things that probably wasn't popular with a lot of people back then, they, they did have a Hall of Fame career. And yeah. either one of those guys would be a, be a surprise and, a, and an interesting uh, choice as well as an interesting induction speech. So, Absolutely. Kind of like Warrior's speech, man. I thought Warrior did a very good induction speech. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, let's let listeners know where they can find you on Twitter, Facebook, social media, and uh, and beyond. Well, let me just say this before we get to that, man. Today is uh, it's October 31st, 2017, mm-hmm. and tomorrow will be November 1st, 2017, which will mark five years since Brad Armstrong passed away. He's my very, very best friend. Uh, so, as I said, this is a bittersweet night because this was last night, five years ago, he took his daughter trick-or-treating and then never uh, never woke up. I called him the next morning and got his wife. So uh, this is this is one of those things that uh, uh, will always, always uh, uh, stay with me for the rest of my life because he's one of those, he's, he was the only guy, he's the only guy in this business that I could trust completely. And we had a lot of similar experiences. So just want everybody to know that this is the fifth year of Brad Armstrong passing away. So November 1st will be uh, five years. Uh, but as far as myself, you can uh, catch me on Twitter at Dr. Tom Pritchard. I'm at Tom Pritchard on Facebook. There's no T in Pritchard. It's P-R-I-C-H-A-R-D. And uh, I, I don't tweet as much as I probably should, but when I have something to say, I say it. And I said something today. As a matter of fact, there was a picture of Lou Thez that Mike Mooneyham tweeted. And I said, I will ask in seminars, who knows who Lou Thez is? And I get maybe three hands up. But yet I'll ask him, who is Bruce Lee? And everybody puts their hand up. Now, Bruce Lee died July 20th, 1973. Uh-huh. Okay, Luthez was one of the the sports forefathers and, and uh, seven-time NWA world champion. Plus, he had this myth about him. He had this air about him. And I always tell people you should study the business. You'd be a student of the game if you want to be great at this. And study the greats and study the game before you and find out who made the mistakes, find out who did right, and follow the guys who did right, man. Yeah. So I just I can leave on that note. Twitter at Dr. Tom Pritchard. And uh, if you want to be great at this, man, study the game, become a student of the game, never give up, and never take no for an answer. Awesome advice. Watch a lot of tape, including a lot of tape of Brett Armstrong, who's one of the best technical wrestlers of all time. Had a uh, had a mean Russian leg sweep, Tom. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> but everything that the the greatest thing about Brad is uh, he could work with anybody, and if oh, you yeah. couldn't have a great match with Brad Armstrong, you did not belong in this business. I've seen him take uh, uh, cow manure and make it look like a star. I mean, I've got guys who had no business being in the ring. He made them look like stars. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he really it, it, it was a loss for the business, but it was an even bigger loss in my life because, uh, again, he was, a, he was a guy that I could uh, call up and just say, hey, Brad, I've got nothing to say and all day to say it. I just need to just need to talk, man, just get this off my chest or yeah. whatever. And he always listened and he always made me laugh. And, uh, uh, yeah, that was it. Man. So he, he sorely missed and his wife, Lori, and, and daughter Jillian, uh, uh they miss him every day too. In fact, I'm, I'm, I, I make a pill, I make a shot to go down there every year at this time, and I'll be going down uh, not this weekend but next weekend just mm-hmm. to just to visit Brad and hang out with Jillian and Lori. So yeah. Anyway, happy Halloween, man. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Tom. I really appreciate you, and you know, in spite of the bittersweet night, uh, taking the time to 
uh, be on the show tonight. That speaks so much, and I really, really appreciate it. Very cool. Thanks a lot, Tom. Tom, have a good night. Bye-bye. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners, three, on mine. Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear. We taking this year. You know who we are, but you don't know why we here. So this is where the big boys play. These big boys play like who defies the living God. Get out the big boys' way. Outsiders with the swoop in. We live as kings. You see in us, but our third man waits in the wings. And when the time is right, we shock him with the proper attack. I go for dolo, but ain't solo. Cut the promo in black. Hollywood Hendrix, Prizzle, pinning them. To the max. And I'm that's one mission with the strength of a hundred men. With one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap about your gas and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome, never lost faith. You in all space, you can all skate, suffer, but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. From here to Saturday, Raven, anticipating. I was frostbit, now I am glacier, mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking with these animals using. God for my defense in Alabama We jamming, that's beautiful Bobby Eating me and Priest, we the Dangerous Alliance, nah, the Harlem Heat Tie the do-rag before we do Battle, you're talking shit, you all What you speak, this too sweet Till the number is took back, we repping That wolf pack, the foundation Shaking, no mistaking, yeah, we shook That, trusting God, we trust Pushing forward, never look back Meekness ain't at all weakness, some people Mistook that, stamping out this Crook rap, he turning the power we're on, on the razor's edge, leg drop after a power bomb. Tired of the lies, man. We bringing the truth through. Diligent and fruitful, the owners in our group too. It's good to be king. Sold out this war is brutal. We playing them war games. Our army go move too. You through. I'm in the Raptors with a bat in my hand. And stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter. In the grand scheme, it's that easy. We tag teaming. Steiner brothers, we love it. Demand the win. Establish it. This the clash of the champions. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play. And a special thank you to Dr. Tom Pritchard for being on the show tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, the second time, I think he's trying to uh, break some records here. It's always, uh, you know, I'm, I've had over 100 guests on my show in the past five and a half years, and it's always good to have you know, some repeat guests, some friends of the show. It's always a good thing to, to do and to have. And uh, that's uh, the Tom Pritchard's second time on the show. Uh, I think uh, we, we talk we talk off air through text and communications a lot. Of it, and I think that uh, he and I, I think he'll be back on the show. And uh, I'm looking forward to Tom Pritchard being back on the show and uh, continue to uh, support Pancakes and Power Slams. This is episode 292, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got some uh, some new uh, people. We got some fans from WrestlingNews.co uh, on the show, uh, on the live Facebook right now. We're going to talk about some Raw. We're going to talk some SmackDown. We got some Survivor Series trivia. So for all of you uh, who think that you're good in Survivor Series trivia, uh, we're definitely going to have some fun with that. And of course, the Flavor of the Week tonight, we're going to talk about Halloween Havoc. We're going to we're going a lot some time tonight uh, for some Halloween Havoc discussion, 89 to 2000, the 11 years uh, the, the Halloween Havoc show uh, went about. So all 
of, of the listeners and the live listeners on the Wrestling News Facebook page. It's uh, great to have you all. Um, we're going to have a good ride tonight, and we're going to have a whole lot of fun. So without further ado, let's bring on the co-host with the most, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado from Evan, from Under the Mat Radio, Evan Tech Proud. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing all right, man. How you feeling? Doing great, doing great. Yeah. So yeah. you're ready for some Survivor Series trivia? Yeah, there definitely is. Shout out to Dr. Tom. Uh, Dr. Tom yeah. uh, broke record on my show. He, you know, like you're going to have both, I don't know, I lost count, well over 100 people on my show the past four years. And Dr. Tom was one of the first people to be on my show more than once. So great nice. guy. Got to give a shout out to Dr. Brian Armstrong. It's five years. Uh, you know, to uh, you know, tomorrow will be five years since he passed. Yeah. Best Russian leg sweep, the first wrestler that I, I saw besides Tim Horner to wear white boots, and he had <laughs> the best, the best uh, theme song, uh, Ravy called it Jabba theme song. Yes, the theme song that that awesome I loved. Brad that is too. Theme song. It is the <laughs> best theme. Brad has started it, and then he gave it to. You know, Steve, and then, uh, what was it, Steve, and, um, uh, what's the other brother, Dev Russell? Scott. Scott, yeah, Steve and Scott. Because yeah. one yeah. of them was the Young Pistols, and then the other was with Tracy Smothers, <laughs> and then it was, I'm going, going, sorry for the, the fans that's not as old as us, right? like, what are you talking about? This Google, <laughs> Wikipedia, but the best theme song. And, and, and yes. it's sad for me because I had no idea. And yeah, this is tech talk in here. It's the wrestling encyclopedia. I had no idea Brent Armstrong passed away till last year. I really? was doing a live show. I had no idea. Uh, we was yeah. uh, a fan called, and I, I think a, a fan asked a question. I was on research, and, and my my heart just dropped. I was like, oh my gosh! I, I, I honestly yeah. had no idea Brent Armstrong passed away. Um, yeah. It was either a car accident, if I'm right. Um, was that a car accident? Or did he, was it well, a car accident? Uh, I think sleep. it was something. I think it was something health related. Something else. Okay. Yeah, health related. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. It was. It was for me. I mean, I was uh, strong. Had. I'm telling you, he had a killer. <laughs> I mean, like he had a mean Russian leg sweep and. Um, and drop kick. You know, nowadays it would be it would be ridiculous to say a Russian leg sweeps the finisher of a move. But yeah. I mean, it's like, oh man, you 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 can't tell that to Brad Armstrong because uh, he had one of the best Russian leg sweeps uh, yeah. going. <laughs> and uh, him, yeah, him, him, him and Flying Brian, they used to get them mixed up. He used to have the same hair. He used to yeah. jump when he do like they did that curly hair doing the drop kicks or the cross bodies. Right, right, uh, yeah. Good old days, right? <laughs> uh, I got some shout outs there. A- Andy from Joplin, Missouri. We got Chad from Webner, Webster City, Iowa. We got Joseph from uh, Guntersville, Alabama. So we'll continue to give the shout-outs for tonight for the uh, Wrestling News Facebook Live. And, of course, hashtag PanSlams. If you have any comments on Twitter, if you're listening to this through the audio section of blogtalkradio.com or uh, you hashtag PanSlams. Of course, uh, jump on the Facebook uh, fan page uh, of Curry Wrestling of Wrestling News uh, and uh, let us know 
your thoughts on Raw. Let's start off with some Survivor. Some Dave from Survivor Adelaide, Race. Australia. Hey, we got an Aussie with uh, the Survivor Aussie. Show. Nice. That's not a nice. Good stuff. So we got this some Survivor nice. Series trivia. Let's start off with the first Survivor Series question. Who won the WWE Championship at Survivor Series 1991? Who won the WWE Championship at Survivor Series. Survivor Series. 1991. That is the first question of the night. And there's going to be plenty where that came from. So hurry up and answer those questions. And uh, let's, uh, so we can get to another one. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the headlines. Here we go. see Petuna from Wanamine, Ontario, Canada. All right. Um, Impact Wrestling will be in in Ontario this weekend in Ottawa. So uh, how far is uh, Wanamine from Iowa, uh, Ottawa? Uh, Petun, how far is that? So uh, an interesting twist to uh, this conversation is uh, a string of releases from WWE. They usually don't uh, release. They usually don't um, send out releases on a Sunday because uh, a lot of times uh, this uh, it's usually a slower day when people are looking for as much news as possible. Uh, they usually like to send releases toward the end of the week, so it kind of get week, kind of get yeah. lost in the shuffle uh, when they send out their releases. Uh, however, surprisingly, I mean, it was a Sunday. They 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 sent that out. They they posted well, it on the site. Was- uh, and uh, it, it started off. It started off the, the the journal for us journalists. It started off the week with some hot information, yeah. Uh, yeah. and and they they released uh, they, they released a bunch. They released well three. They released they released Emma. Uh, they released Darren Young, and they released three, Summer Rae. Three. Now, not not too. Um, you know, it, it wasn't a matter of being too uh, surprised about Darren Young and Summer Rae. Three, three, um, Darren Young, he's been off TV yeah, been. since what the beginning of the year. Uh, yeah, Summer Rae's been out. Yeah, I mean, he, she's been out. Summer Rae's been out because of injury as well. She's been out for a number of months. Emma was a bit of a shock uh, because yeah, yeah. you know it, there was you know there was some backlash about just uh, how WWE booked her. I mean, they booked her strongly against Oscar, yeah. and people were expecting it to be you know a squash match. Uh, but and and then just turn around and and release her. So I was quite in, I was quite surprised about that actually, and I definitely yeah, I think that uh, you know it's one of those things that w, Emma to me Emma's a pretty good hand. I mean she I don't think she should have had nearly as much offense as she did with uh, against Oscar, but at the same time, you know when Oscar needs that type of competition. Uh, to to semi squash or you know Mickey James you know to kind of earn her stripes again or just you know different uh, baby faces that, uh, that that need that type of boost uh, Emma would be a good feud for them and I think that uh, you know it kind of it kind of hurts um, I think it I, I kind of it kind of hurt the depth now granted you know Emma 
wasn't you know a, a huge loss. I mean, to be honest, it wasn't a huge loss, and uh, you know she'll she'll do very well um, outside of yeah, WWE and Indies because her stock has grown you know substantially. Yeah, she um, and Melina. Yeah. So so here's the thing with with Summer Rae though. I think we'll probably get some some modeling or probably get some. Um, We'll probably get some type of uh, yeah, acting, yeah. perhaps, okay. because I think she's like thirty four, thirty five now. So she's she's getting up there in in, in age as far as um, uh, as far as you, like like acting years, television years is concerned. Mm-hmm. Darren Young, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know it, about it'll, Darren he'll Young. Cross the line. Well. He'll, What's that? He'll be with the OWO. He'll cross the line. OWO cross the line. Uh, you know, formerly known as RH. You know, Darren Young is a. It's nothing against him. Three years too late. He's he's been injury prone. The in every time he will get a push. Besides yeah. that backlink angle, which no one I don't know where he was going with that. No. Every time Darren Young would get a push. Every time primetime players was really getting the hype, every time he was going somewhere, he got injured. Yeah. And you got you to gotta give WWE credit. They held on to him long as they could. And, and remember, this time last year, Featherstone, we was, something happened on Raw on the stage, and first thing we said was, like, wait, Darren Jung's still on the roster? Yeah. Was that Mania? Was that Mania that was, he popped was, up I think on it too? was a Mania. I think it was. It was some Battle Royal there. It may have been Mania. Yeah, the Battle Royal. We was like, wait, Darren Young's still there? So <laughs> yeah. it's three years It's three years too late, you know, for him, WWE. I mean, you know, he got extra paychecks. So go to OWL, formerly known as Impact, formerly known as blah, 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 OWL, <laughs> formerly Anthem. He go to RH, he can go to New Japan. Um, Emma... The good side with her is that her stock just got high, and yeah. now she just was on TV against Oscar. Right. So, like you right. said, she can go to the Indies and she definitely can make a lot more money. She can charge a lot yeah. higher for it. So, yeah. um, and Summer Rae, I forgot all about her. Yeah. <laughs> so, like you and I, we got the word before you know the regular, you know, but before you know the fans that they released, so they're like, oh crap, forgot about Summer Rae. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, she can be modeling and. Yeah, unfortunately, Summer Rae was uh, she was forgettable. Sadly, you know, uh, she hasn't. Summer Rae wasn't really much of a hand at all. I mean, yeah, I think probably the really only thing that she did was during the Dolph Ziggler Rusev. You know, when she was kind of cloning Lana, um, and that I mean that angle was just terrible. You know, and, and I think that's really the only thing that she's done really on the main roster of of importance. Uh, I don't. Other than that, you know, she she was good in NXT. I mean, she had some. You know, she was in some interesting uh, you know angles in NXT. But I mean, other than that, she really didn't do anything. So uh, I'm seeing uh, Crazy Steve from Vancouver. I uh, see a bunch of people who uh, are giving some uh, shout outs here. I don't see the correct answer. I see someone uh, said the Ultimate Warrior or the uh, the Ultimate Warrior, I should say. Uh, that is the incorrect answer. So 
Uh, I'll try it again. I'll, I'll ask this question again. Uh, who won the WWE Championship at Survivor Series 1991? Who won the WWE Championship at Survivor Series 1991? By the way, I'm going to listen to Brad Armstrong's uh, music after the show. Yes. Uh, probably a couple times uh, because I I am a big fan. I was a big fan yeah. of, uh, of Brad Armstrong's music. I think it was it was amazing. One of the best oh, blessed in my truck. songs of all time. Oh, blessed in my truck. Going to work tomorrow morning. Yeah. Derek, my good job, the Undertaker system. over Hulk Hogan. Andy, good job, the Undertaker, the Undertaker defeating Hulk Hogan. Great job. Uh, next question. Who did Bret Hart defeat to retain oh. the WWE Championship at Survivor Series 1992? Who did Bret Hart defeat to retain the WWE Championship uh, Dave said, I said, take her years ago, <laughs> ages ago, he said, uh, I must have missed that comment. So I'll give you a shout out as well. Uh, good job, Dave. Is it, is uh, it me or is it that every time I hear the name Brahat now, I just instantly start getting depressed? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's it just, uh, he, he needs a hug. He, he does. He, he does. He, he needs a hug, a hug from Bailey. He needs a, he needs a Bailey hug yeah. and that probably won't even do him justice either. Uh Lacobe, I hope I said your name correct. Sean Michaels is the correct answer. You guys are red hot tonight. Um great job. Great job. Red hot. Uh who won the WWE championship at Survivor Series nineteen ninety four? Who won the Survivor Series who won the WWE Championship at Survivor Series nineteen ninety four? Uh speaking of the uh Speaking of The Undertaker, uh, he is making his return to the 25th anniversary of Raw. Uh, Told you. That would, be, that would be in January, and uh, that would be a very, very interesting. See, here's the thing. Taker usually does his, you know, kind of comeback in January to lead on to the next, uh, to the next Mania. You. Now, you and I. not done yet. You and I both <laughs> You and I both agreed that we don't want Taker in the ring anymore. So yeah, we don't. Yeah, and I I personally I really don't want the Undertaker back in the ring anymore. I think the send off was perfect with Reigns. I think the the ceremonial disrobing and all that I think that was perfect going and breaking kayfabe, going to kiss Michelle McCool. We both were there in Orlando. We both witnessed that experience live and it was absolutely incredible it was absolutely incredible and just i don't i don't want to see it again uh we got someone saying the rock uh so you're thinking rock versus taker um Ew. No. No. no 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 not interested no who, who, who said I mean, that? box office wise box office who, who, who wise certainly that? who, who but, said rock versus taker <laughs> one, one of our listeners, one of our live listeners, says the Rock. Listen, um, this is what you can do: go on WWE Network, go on YouTube with Daily Motion, go on, go to King of the Ring. I believe it was uh, ninety-eight. Great match. Oh, the Daily Game. Rock take it. The Daily yeah, Game tournament. Daily game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Daily Game was Survivor Series. King of the um, Ring. Now, Deadly King Game was well. King King of the Ring. King of the Ring was uh, yes, Dave. It was Bob Backlund. Good job. 
Um, King of the Ring '98. Who won that? So so Billy Gunn won '99. Was it? Yeah, Shamrock won '97. Well, wait, 90, who won '98? Who won '98? Because I know Edge won one of those. I think it may have been 2000. Billy Gunn. Who won the 1998? I used to know all of them. I used to know all of them. I did too. Now, Triple H won 97. Yeah. 98 had to be. Shamrock. Shamrock. Shamrock, yeah. Yeah. Triple H won. No, no, no. no. Austin won. Yeah, Austin won 96. Austin won 96. Triple H won 97. Shamrock won 98. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay, so, it could be 98, and I don't think it was 99. Go back and watch King of the Ring 98 and watch The Rock against The Undertaker. <laughs> that match was great. Yeah, yeah. That was a it great was. match. It was good. Not match, anymore. Yeah. Take, take, his, take no. his hip, and The Rock is about 300 pounds of muscle. He's stiff, and he moves like Scott <laughs> Steiner did in 2001. Yeah, and exactly. And no one wants to see that match. No one really wanted to see Rock versus Cena. We only saw it two years Uh-oh. ago because of box office draws. We got Timothy on the Facebook Live saying, Taker versus Sting. Mm. Yes, Timothy. No. How great thou <laughs> art. See, Sting is... <laughs> Sting is the GOAT. Sting is, Sting is the GOAT. He's, Sting he's, is the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. Shout and, out to Tim. You know, Big Taker fan as well, but I think Taker versus Thing has ran its course tremendously. Featherstone, think no. about it. Vinny Mac, Tim is going to agree to this. You know, Thing is the GOAT's five. We know he is. And, and me, Taker is like one of my top five. But, take it, but Vince McMahon needs that blockbuster match. And granted, it is about eight years past his prom. Sting can still go. His the paint looks a little wrinkly because his forehead. He can still go. <laughs> take his sick and shut in the ministry, but take a let his hip heal. If Sting versus Taker this happen, still a glimmer of hope. Just a mustard seed. That that by itself will sell mania. And here's my response to that. <laughs> Can't do it, man. It's not. It's a no go. We got someone saying Taker versus Bray. We already saw Taker versus Bray. Oh, Taker gosh. versus Bray was thirty-one. I'd rather watch Taker. Well, for the for the listener that said that, go on WWE Network and watch Undertaker versus John Gonzalez. Oh, oh goodness! See, back to back. That match is better. Why'd you that, oh, doing? But but you <laughs> know what? That match that match is better than Taker versus Bray. The match that WWE act like never happened, but that like yeah. Triple H and Triple H and Taker never fought each other at WrestleMania 17. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> next question. <laughs> next question. I got. I got. Uh, this is a. This is a pick here. Um. So we got. We got three options. One of these teams. One of these three teams was not in the 20 man elimination match in 1987. The Young Stallions. The Bolsheviks or the Rockers? Which one of those teams was not in the 20-man elimination match in 1997? Um, Once again, the teams are the Young Stallions, the the Bolsheviks, or the Rockers. Which one of those teams was not in the 20-man battle royal match 
at Survivor Series 1997. So Hulk Hogan, uh, considering cutting his hair off. Brother. That was a pretty pretty good, interesting. Uh, Timothy, your boy Timothy. Good job, man. The Rockers is the correct answer. Um, Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah. the, the next, the next question is, uh, who did the Hulkamaniacs defeat at Survivor Series 1989? Who did the Hulkamaniacs defeat at Survivor Series 1989? The Hulkamaniacs, who did they defeat? So yeah, Hulk Hogan, uh, considering cutting his hair off, I find that quite funny and quite interesting that Hogan is going to do it. He said, uh, he said, thinking about going stone cold brother. And, uh, so basically he, he did another, uh, tweet that said it was about a 50, 50 reaction. You know, half people want to see him bald and half of them don't. So, you know, obviously, obviously Hogan's not concerned about, um, coming back looking like, <laughs> he's, looking he's like superstar billy graham yeah he's he's he Temple. wants the superstar billy graham look uh he's he's clearly not Yo. concerned about uh about coming back and he wants to run his uh shop uh in tampa and um that's that's what he wants to it's, do so it's, it's, uh it's this. you've got a comment saying the god is the guy is bald already yeah he is bald uh, i wrote a piece on him on the inquisitor and uh, and basically he, he was talking about how, uh, there was an interview he had some years ago and, and he was talking about how this is around the time when him and his wife, Linda, um, uh, split. And he said that, uh, if you, I don't know if, if anyone remembers, um, he started wearing extensions for a while and he would wear the, he would wear the do rag and then he would like wear extensions on the back of the do rag and keep the do rag on, and then you would noticeably see that there was just a few strands of hair in the back of his head every time he competed in in, in Impact Wrestling, and so clearly, you know, there's there's not not much left back there, anyways, uh, as far as Hogan is concerned, and so you know, if if he does if he does uh, cut his hair off. It would be a Billy Graham look. I think it would be a shocking. I think it'd be shocking in the beginning. People will re- realize it that it is time for Hogan to kind of cut the hair off. So it would be. Uh, it would be a good thing. Uh, I, I, I I take this back down memory lane, which I've been doing tonight. Brother Stone, you probably gonna give me the axe. Let's all go back to the year of nineteen ninety five. When Hogan shaved that mustache off. <laughs> oh, you remember? Thunder in Paradise, baby. Yes, my my yes, my my my, my good old brother, Kevin Sullivan, my 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 good friend, Taskmaster. We we joke about that off air all the time. And you remember yeah. how weird that was with Hogan? And he had that weird that weird. We don't know what that was. He was wearing all black. He had, and then shout out to Hogan. You remember this Featherstone? Yeah, one of the two night shows, Hogan had them black and red boots that yeah. he wore. And you never saw him again. He used to love yeah. that Hogan look. But anyway, <laughs> oh, Hogan in the dark side, brother. Hulkamania so is going to the dark side. So <laughs> did the same thing. Hogan shaving that mustache off. We was like, what in the world is going on with you? Yeah. Hogan shaving bald. 
it's, it's been that time. Has had anybody that has girlfriends or wives that they may wear, they may wear, you know, extensions or lace fronts or wigs? It looks just like a piece of track. His hair looks yeah. just like it. WrestleMania, Starcade, all of that. Yeah. So, um, it's either way, Hogan still is the man. He's the biggest icon of wrestling we'll ever see. Um, sorry, guys, y'all keep saying the Rock and Austin. No, Hogan still is the man who always Hogan. be number one. Certainly. And and yep. either way, it's been that time. And he he went bald because of um of of all that dye he put in his hair. He said it. And yeah. he's a fellow bass player, bass guitar player like me. So I always have yeah. a uh, soft spot for Hogan and that Jimi Hendrix <laughs> voodoo child. Yeah, yeah, old school Hogan playing the uh, playing the bass uh, during uh, the the WWE, you know, uh, theme. Um, CDs or back uh, tapes back yeah. then, um, <clears throat> yeah, good the fun NWO stuff. Um, sound bites. So did I miss the uh, the correct answer? Uh, I think I may have. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I may have skipped, missed the comment. Uh, the Million Dollar Team is who they defeated. They defeated Ted DiBiase, the Powers of Pain, and Zeus. Uh, next team. question. Randy Savage and Mr. Perfect defeated who by disqualification at Survivor Series 92? Um, Randy Savage and Mr. Perfect defeated who by disqualification at Survivor Series 1992? Next question, we got uh, Hulk Hogan. Can, uh, we got WWE teasing a title change may occur before Survivor Series. Um, and so, yeah, I mean... You know, here's the thing, man. I think that uh, I hope this happens. Uh, yeah. I really do. I really hope that this happens because right now we're having Raw and SmackDown, the mid Carters and the, uh, the 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 teams, the 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 women's t- the title matches. Both of them, uh, they they have heel versus heel. So I don't want to. I, I I don't care about the Miz versus uh, Baron Corbin. I mean, I I do not Heel. care about that match whatsoever. It's, it's two of the biggest heels in their respective brands, and they're going to compete against each other. And it makes absolutely zero sense whatsoever to me that, I mean, as a fan, how in the world am I going to get excited about two heels going against each other at Survivor Series and you know, the the whole point is for them to dislike, you know, for me to dislike them. It just makes absolutely no sense to me. The Miz versus Baron Corbin is a is a terribly promoted match and I I would be okay with it. I I'd be totally fine if either Corbin or the Miz loses their match. Now we're gonna talk about Raw. <laughs> the the, oh, yeah, the competitors that they had uh, this week, respectively, was Rey Mysterio. I mean, not Rey Mysterio, but uh, uh, <laughs> Sid Cara, the other mask. Uh, <laughs> mask uh, Sid Cara went against uh, uh, Corbin, and then um, uh, Matt Hardy against The Miz. So I, Hardy. I, I wouldn't have cared about seeing Matt Hardy versus Corbin. I definitely wouldn't have cared about seeing The Miz versus Sin Cara. But if they had some, some stiffer competition... Uh, I would be okay with someone beating the Miz. Uh, ideally, I mean, to be honest with you, uh, you know, Kurt Angle announced that Strowman's in the in the match at uh, at the Survivor Series, but 
I would have really been intrigued by uh, Braun Strowman defeating The Miz between now because they're they're having that feud. So we've got three weeks before, you know, three three and a half weeks before Survivor Series, and I think that ideally, you know, if Braun Strowman defeated, you know, The Miz, and then Strowman and and, and Corbin would have been a pretty good match to nah. see. Nah, I disagree on on that with Strowman. Strowman doesn't need the belt. If anybody leaves the title, you got to give it to. Uh, I I agree with what you're saying, and I feel it should be a title change because, like you said, it's Hill versus Hill. No one cares. It's Hill. You got to have Hill versus Face, but yeah. you got to keep the title on the Miz because the Miz is the Miz. He necessarily doesn't need the title, but the fact that he's the best Hill going on today in WWE. And he has the Miz That title actually validates the stable. Strowman doesn't need a belt. Keep Strowman on Team Raw. I would have Corbin lose the title because it's not really going to make it's not really going to hurt Corbin not to have the title. Give it to your face. I don't know. AJ, well, AJ's probably going to win Team SmackDown, but you get what I mean. Yeah, I give it. Give yeah. it to a Ziggler. Give it. Well, Ziggler and Ruta Freeze. But you know what I mean. It's, yeah. You got more wiggle room with Corbin. Where he can lose it to somebody, I don't know, lose it to Mysterio too, and then have him go against, no. like you said, me. Don't lose oh. it to Sid Cara. I do not want to see Sid Cara. As <laughs> well, well, like you said, give give it to somebody. <laughs> I, it will be easier to have Corbin lose the title. And yeah, I mean, Miz. either one, either one would work. I think either one, Miz, yeah. You know, either I one agree. would work. They just well, need like a baby face champion. Miz can lead uh, the, 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 the Matt Hardy, and, and like you said, Matt Hardy could go against Corbin. I mean, Miz against Baron Corbin is like, did we just see this last year in SmackDown? Yeah. <laughs> I know I know. Miz feuded with Dean Ambrose for like 30 years, it seemed like it. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it really, it really overall with SmackDown, the, the whole thing back and forth with Raw versus SmackDown is like this. No one cares about your boy Maharaja. Oh, goodness. He's no. against Brock. You got Captain Full Kids to be the special guest ref. So they use Captain Full Kids, John Cena, as the pawn. So, yeah, we're going to download. We're going to make John Cena downloadable content so we can add a little more luster to this match because Brock no. is so overpowerful and we just booked Jinder Mahal so poorly. And it's not Brock Maharaja's fault. I will show you that I am the one who <laughs> victimized. Beat and conquer. I will. I am not your counterpart. I am not your contemporary. I am better than you. Oh gosh, please! I will. Come on, I, 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 come I will, on, I will give you. you can't do it. You can't make yourself uh, equal as Brock Lesnar. Yes. Absolutely not, Maharaja. Fans, fans, <laughs> I will give all all ups to Featherstone with his spot on. Impersonation because when we were at Raw Live last night, I bust out laughing every time they showed up to commercial breaks to that commercial and Maharaja's talking. I'm just like, dude, sound Featherstone got this down by Bro in his neck veins. I'm like, my, even my girl, oh my god, he went not free no wrestling way. match. Shout out to her, B Mel. Uh, we call her B Mel, my lady, my girlfriend. It was her first wrestling match she's been to ever. And she had a blast. Okay. She just laughed. She was like, "Why is his neck veins like this?" I said, "I don't know." Oh, but I said, "Featherstone oh, sounds just like him." And his neck veins, brother. Oh, it's like 
some kind of eighties cartoon villain. This is yeah. It's just I mean <laughs> I, I can't the, the projection of his voice. It's like there's nothing about him. It just seems like he needs a lozenge. Like I mean, do, do you need a halls or something? Like I don't. I tell you what, I need a halls because my voice is really <laughs> hot and really it's, it's, it's really it's it's really hoarse. I'm a main event superstar, but I tell you what, I cannot speak in a way that people will care. But I'm still the Maharaja. <laughs> I just, I, just, I can't. You need that just a Survivor Series Vince and, and, and Maharaja talking. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I, I hope, and there and there's talks that he'll have it all the way to Mania. That's the crazy part of it. I just don't understand it. Uh, next question. What year did the fake Razor Ramon and Diesel compete on a Survivor Series team? How about that? What year did the fake Razor Ramon and Diesel compete in a Survivor Series team? That is a very interesting question there, uh, which I'm excited to see who's going to uh, who's going to get that correct. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the next headline we have for the night is the last one before we get to the Raw and SmackDown, or should I say the Raw and SmackDown review? Uh, <laughs> that is the that is the last uh, headline for tonight. Uh, we are going to go to the Raw and SmackDown review once again. Uh, fake Razor Moan and Fake Diesel. Uh, what's uh, what were they in? Uh, I got a comment here, Brock. We got a bunch of comments here. Uh, Brock Lesnar will probably destroy Jinder Mahal. Brock Lesnar will not destroy Jinder Mahal because Jinder Mahal is the modern day Maharaja. <laughs> I just, there's, there's no way. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Roman's over. Uh, Roman Reigns. We don't. We don't want that. Um, and going through the comments here. Uh, yeah, modern day Maharaja. So we'll, we will definitely see uh, see that. Uh, so. so again, once again, thank you for the wrestling news uh, Facebook page. Continue to go with your. Uh, continue to to put your comments on there. A little bit about the pancakes and power slam show. The, uh, this is. Uh, episode 292. This uh, this show is celebrating its fifth year and seventh month. Five years and seven months as of today, the Pancakes and Power Slam show uh, has been on the air. Uh, I have interviewed over a hundred guests, um, uh, many Hall of Famers, many WWE stars, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, NWA. Uh, you name it, and uh, the the support uh, of of this show has been absolutely amazing throughout the over five and a half years of the show, uh, and I've developed some fantastic, fantastic wrestling relationships um, with the people I interviewed. Uh, I talked to uh, a few people today, actually. I talked to uh, outside of Tom Pritchard, I talked to uh, Jack Swagger. Uh, we talk, I talked to him about his MMA career. Um, and so he'll be back on the show soon. Talked to Garrett Bischoff today. Uh, so he's got some things in store uh, to, to, for the fans to uh, pay attention to. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Pancakes and Power Slam show has been absolutely fantastic. And you all, the listeners, 
uh, are, are what is the lifeblood of the show. You, you guys keep it ticking and, and keep the heartbeat beat going fast. And, and uh, so we really, really appreciate all of the support. Uh, if you want a Pancakes and Power Slam show uh, shirt, I uh, wore it at WrestleMania this year. Uh, go to the Crave Wrestling Facebook page, Crave Wrestling Facebook page. Uh, that's where all of my work is from Wrestling News and other places. Uh, go there, buy a shirt, as the NWO would say, uh, and I definitely uh, would appreciate it. So we got a lot of people uh, wearing some pancakes and Power Slam shirts, uh, it's a bunch of wrestlers inquiring about it, and uh, so we definitely appreciate all of you. You are uh, amazing, and thank you so much. We've got a bunch of thoughts uh, here. Uh, let's see here. We've got a bunch of comments. You guys are awesome. Uh, well, well, Patrick thinks the writing is horrible anymore. They don't develop rivalries the way they used to over a span of few pay-per-views. Absolutely correct. Correct. Uh, absolutely correct. Um, great comment there. Um, uh, Brian asked, also in the rumor about Cena breaking the record at WrestleMania at 35 against gender. Also, it would be at WrestleMania 34. Uh, when do you think Nikki Cross will be called up to the main roster? Good questions. As far as... Uh, Cena and Jinder Mahal, um, I think, uh, unfortunately, I'll be there. Uh, unfortunately, I, do, I think yeah. I will witness uh, Cena breaking the record. I really don't care about that match at all. Um, I don't think I don't think the WWE Universe cares. The only th- reason why I think this match will occur is because of India. I, I do. I think that is the only reason why yeah. the match will occur. And I think that, you know, and, and, and it's crazy, too, because it's going to be in New Orleans. And for some reason, uh, the WWE is, is he's a baby face. He's loved in India. So why would they carry this Indian market experience over to WrestleMania for him to be a heel and lose to John Cena? So uh, this whole thing, this whole experiment makes no sense to me because in turn, it hasn't done anything for, to, to enhance the Indian market. So it really hasn't done much of anything. And um, Indian subscribers has dropped since he's been changed yeah. from the network. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but what is the right. Maharaja doing? The Maharaja is making a lot of sales in India because I am the man. Um, yeah, 1996 is the correct answer. Great job, Dave. Great, great job. Um, the club leaving WWE? No, they are not. They uh, there's there was some some talks. There was some a rumor killer. I think we just I think we broke the news on wrestling news. Um, that there's there's the rumor killers with with the with the club. They're not they're not going anywhere. Um, and uh, so you know it's they're I'm sure they're not ha- they're not as happy with their spot as they would like to be. Especially after Raw, and there's a good segue into Raw, uh, we had the unfortunate pleasure. Now, I'm a big fan of Southpaw Reason Wrestling. I have a Southpaw t-shirt. I love it. I love everything about the concept. But how dare the WWE transition Chad Too Bad and Tex Ferguson to real-life main roster characters to be on Raw? Yes, it was a Halloween edition, whatever. But I think it was just absolutely absurd to have uh, Chad Too Bad and Tex Ferguson to be a part of it. And as far as I remember, Chad Too Bad and Tex Ferguson were rivals 
on South Park Regional Wrestling. So to bring them and tag team it, I think that that whole match was just is. so stupid. And it's really, I, it just really showed how much they have fallen as a tag team. Uh, I, I got one worse. I got one worse. And Raw was in my hometown, Baltimore yeah, City, you were Baltimore, there. Maryland. How dare you, WWE, have the audacity to call that a Baltimore street fight? To even allude to that. Oh, I'm in yeah, the city. Baltimore City, we straight up urban. I ain't going to say we're like hood, but I live in that area. There is no such thing as no pumpkins, jack-o'-lanterns, anything like that. It has nothing to do with Baltimore City and a street fight. Right. I even agree. during Halloween, no one has a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Baltimore City. Yeah. You gonna you see a pumpkin or a jack o' lantern? It, it, it was. I mean, I laughed because I, I love so so far regional wrestling. It, it was the the characters are hilarious, and for those of you you don't that don't live here and don't know, Anderson the Gallows did a lot of promotion here locally for for Raw, which I like mm-hmm. the guys. Gallows is a good guy, man. And we talked and everything right before he got called back up. Yep, I talked to him. Anderson yep. is good people, good guys, and just. It's like, come on, man. It, 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 and in the arena live, no, we laughed, but everybody was like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. That was raw for you, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that that pretty much uh, <laughs> pretty much explained uh, just raw in a nutshell. I, I, now, a bunch of returns, you know, but the returns were just kind of, you know, and here's the thing, and I had to tweet about this because this really, really just got under my skin. I detest when Stephanie McMahon, you know, touts and 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 walks her tail. Not sure if anybody can hear me. Pink is power slams. This is the Coast Tech with Coast Chris Featherstone. Sorry for the connection issue. Not sure if you guys can hear me or not. But uh, Chris Featherstone will be coming in. We're dealing with some technical difficulties at the moment. So please bear with us. As Featherstone did mention, uh, Stephanie McMahon did uh, pronounce her tail down the ramp. And I do agree with what he was saying. So just, she just shows up out the blue and then just kind of... She has a hit. His, WWE likes writing Stephanie McMahon. Like that, she'll disappear. She'll come back with authority, and then she'll just basically demean or demise whoever the the GM is and threaten their job. So we've seen this before. How many times are we gonna see the same all writing? Bill apologize, fans. Hello? 
Thank you, Mr. Paul Can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? I can't hear you. Hello, hello. Hello? 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 I can't hear you. Can you hear me? It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. I heard Flavor of the Week. That's all I heard. Oh, yes. Can you hear me? Do I have that, sir? Do I have technical difficulties? Say, friends, y'all guys, can I hear me? Or can I hear you? Sorry, guys.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.